0: Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Riffin Reed. Featuring Curtis Lewa. Oh, about- now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed.
1: Says it all. Front page. Today's New York Post. The dynamic duo. At least they thought they were. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. And her partner in watching crime just soar throughout New York State. From Buffalo to Brooklyn. Eric Adams. Swagger man with no plan. Crashed and burned in Albany yesterday. On a number of fronts. And it's... Um, so ironic that Kathy Crimewave wave Hocum, who barely beat Congressman Lee Zeldin, uh, at the very start of her campaign, uh, when Zeldin had cleared the field by winning the Republican primary, decided to flex in front of her Democratic colleagues, including Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and the DSA, AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, And the Democratic Socialists of America who supported her for re-election. Remember what she said to all of us who are not card-carrying Democrats, who felt that they were responsible for the crime, the decadence, and the default uh, that's coming down the pipe for both uh, New York State and New York City? Remember what she said?
0: the fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for Democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you don't re- you don't represent our values.
1: Well, apparently, a lot of people heard that loud and clear, and they've continued the exodus. It'll soon be numbering close to a million. Santangelo E. Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, her predecessor, was first elected into office. The exodus continues to Florida. Staggering numbers. Staggering numbers. And yesterday... Her adversary in the state Senate, Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins of Yonkers, which is overwhelmed with crime, uh, decided to call a snap vote. Why? A snap vote on the moderate Democratic judge pick, Hector LaSalle. The Kathy Crime Wave hokum said she wanted to head the top court in all of New York State. And she called a snap vote because Kathy Crimewave Holcomb didn't sue the Democrats for stacking the deck in the uh, initial hearing to see if they would give him certification to move uh, on through a total uh, vote in the state Senate. They stacked the deck against LaSalle and against Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. She said she was going to sue, but like everything else, she was huffing and puffing and threatening the blowdown, the Democratic, liberal progressives who have a supermajority in both the state Senate and a supermajority uh, following that crook, Carl Hastie, the Speaker uh, of the uh, Assembly. By the way, uh, it's very difficult to know the difference between Hyman Roth, Meyer Lansky, a.k.a. Shelly Silver. Uh, thank God that corrupt guy died and went straight to hell without an asbestos suit. And now the person who has followed him, uh, who is Carl Hasty from the crooked uh, Democratic county machine in the Bronx, they basically uh, control everything in Albany. And they proved that yesterday, especially in the state Senate, because Kathy Crime Wave never followed up on her threat, which was to sue. The state Senate and Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins, she left it to the Republicans. And the Republicans, waiting, 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 finally launched a lawsuit. And then uh, they decided they were going to have a snap vote and show Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb who rules Albany. Not the governor, but rather the Democratic majority in both the state Senate and the Assembly that are Democrat, liberal, progressives, and members of the DSA. And a snap vote. 3920 and you looked at the image of Hector LaSalle a fine man a fine jurist from Suffolk county a moderate uh he was sitting in the back bench all by himself not even surrounded by any supporters and uh, Kathy Klein waved ho basically acknowledged no mas, no mas, wave the white flag it's over it's over she has no power she is she is impotent And then part of that tag team, the heckle and jekyll, is our own man, Eric, the swagger man, Adams, who showed up in a $5,000 customized business suit, not off the rack, which he wanted to look like a banker. And he came up with a tin cup in his hand, begging for money. Oh, he was begging for money. Halfway through his appearance, because remember the last time he was up in Albany, he had to put his tail through his uh, legs and come back whimpering because of all of his friends. Friends for years up in the State Assembly, the State Senate, Democrats would not give him any, any kind of room to move in terms of bail reform, in terms of judges making decisions uh, when uh, the accused were brought before them. Nothing. Nothing and gave him nothing on charter schools. That was the last time. And this particular time he came in front of them and uh, Democratic state senators were leaving his appearance, not because they didn't like Eric Adams. I'm sure many of them uh, remain his friends, but because they had more important things to do, which was to flex and whack in an unprecedented vote, Hector LaSalle, the choice of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, who, if you remember, Eric Adams Swaggerman was campaigning all throughout, claiming, look, I'm the law and order, may it not. Uh, and you really need to uh, elect Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, which, unfortunately, New York State residents did by the barest of majorities. And now there was a group that Eric Adams took millions of dollars from in his Democratic primary campaign against... uh uh a formidable group of people who almost took the nomination from him. Uh, millions of dollars from a pack on behalf of uh, parents who wanted their children to go to charter schools. And then he was asked by John Liu, with a smirk on his face, state senator uh, from Queens, guy who should have went to jail uh, for uh, running for mayor and having uh, straw donors and they let, him, they let him go, but they sent two of his staff members uh, to jail uh, when he knew all about it. But he was sitting up there like the cat that swallowed Tweety Bird because he represents the UFT, Union of Failed Teachers, and Michael Mogru, who pulls his strings and the other strings of so many Democrats in the state senate and in the state assembly. And Eric Adams, when he was campaigning against me, said, oh, yeah, yeah, charter schools first and foremost. And then, yes, yesterday he said in the state uh, chambers that he could not uh, be in favor of an increase in more charter schools, which is what Kathy Hoko has advocated. Kathy Hoko has said, yeah, we need to increase the number of charters that are allowed for charter schools, especially in the city of New York. And Eric Adams said, no, I can't do that because it'll cost a billion dollars. I clearly talked about what's called zombie zombie charters, uh, that these charters that are open, sitting there, there's no reason we're not filling them. We're already allocated those numbers. There's no reason we're not. That comes with a cost, and the state should assist in that cost. So let me get this straight. Who's more important to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan? Illegal aliens who are flooding in that he wants to provide all kinds of benefits to, that he likes to go copper squat with them and play video games and talk to them as if they're his amigos. Or predominantly black parents and some Hispanic parents who have been waiting years and years and years to get an allotment so that they uh, can send their children to charter schools which perform much better than their rival public schools. You see, when it comes to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and I've been saying this consistently, this is his battle cry. It's not about us and we. It's not about charter schools versus public schools. It's not about what's in the best interest, particularly of black and brown children in the city of New York, because we know what that would mean, more charter schools. It's always this.
0: do me the money.
1: Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Can I hear that one more time, please, Lou? Because uh, he was in the very same chambers where he made this comment years before.
0: Show me the money.
1: <laughs> Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So when he was first sworn into office as state senator representing Crown Heights and Bed-Stuy, this is many years ago, And each of the state senators is able to come up to the bully pulpit and speak to their colleagues and all the lobbyists who are sitting there ready to wine them, dine them, and pocket line them and aid in a better crooked process of what takes place in Albany on a regular basis. By the way, both sides of the aisle. Can you imagine here's a guy who came before his colleagues and the lobbyists one more time, Lou, one more time, because this is at any time you meet with Eric Adams, if you have any kind of a plan, if you have any kind of a proposal, whether it's uh, for a new casino in New York City because there are three potential licenses that will be available downstate for any kind of capital improvement project, uh, for any kind of nonprofit, that's coming to the Eric Adams administration because they want contract money to house the illegal aliens, which is guaranteed money because we, the sucker taxpayers in New York City, have to put that money forward. Anytime you sit down with Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, if you do met with his staff, he'll tell you straight up, he'll look you dead in the eye. It's not about your politics. It's not about who you voted for. It's simply this. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And in the next segment, you're going to hear about all the uh, archdiocesan uh, schools that will be closing, 12 in number. With Cardinal Dolan, who's the head of the archdiocese, has been uh, taking money from the federal government for Catholic charities to bring in Ill- illegal aliens which is killing a lot of the public school districts, uh, especially out in Nassau and Suffolk County, which uh, the public school system is supported by the property taxes. It's it's gone off the roof. But Cardinal Dolan is more interested in spending our tax dollars through Catholic charities, which has turned into a syndicate and a racket, and trying to get the money in vouchers and tuition tax credits to keep Catholic schools open. Very briefly... There was an increase in enrollment at the start of the lockdown and pandemic of March of 2020 because Catholic schools had in-school lessons. Public schools did not. But now we see the rapid decline. And another reason why Dolan wants these illegal aliens, who are mostly Catholic, to fill the pews on Sunday that are empty and maybe, just a maybe, eventually cause the need for Catholic schools to reopen. But go ahead. Knock yourself out on that. So less charter schools, less Catholic schools, more kids being forced to go to public schools, many of whom are non-performing, which is going to increase the exodus from New York City and New York State to where? Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Texas, Tennessee, and parts unknown.
0: This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Leeway. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Leeway. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America.
2: For us who
1: be
0: in America.
1: Wake up, wake up news department. But you don't want to offend Congressman Peter King because he either was aware of this story or unaware and was caught sleeping with a Nassau County GOP. Now, you haven't heard it from Noam and You haven't heard it anywhere else. But let me explain to you the latest maneuver of Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan who had a return from Albany with his tail between his legs again. He got no chump change. And is now looking for other locations to house the illegal aliens. This morning they started moving in illegal aliens into a hotel in Long Island City in Queens. But the bigger story had to do with Eric Adams, his administration that is now in negotiation with the person holding the lease. To the Nassau Coliseum, out there where the islanders used to play. Yes, the Nassau Coliseum. Are are you awake out there, Nassau County? They're going to house the illegal aliens from New York City in the old Nassau County Arena. Wake up out there. Listen. Listen closely.
2: Today, a Long Island state senator asked the mayor of New York City directly if he is looking to this Uniondale location to help ease the city's burden when it comes to caring and housing the influx of migrants in New York City.
0: That
1: occurred up in the state legislative chambers. Public hearing yesterday, where the mayor, remember, was with his tin cup and got told, Go home, you ain't getting nothing. This was a setup. Monica Martinez, the state senator who represents that area of Nassau County, Democrat, was a set-up question. I want you to listen to what she said to Mayor Eric Adams, who's responsible for the five boroughs. I didn't know that suddenly he's the mayor in charge of uh, what goes on in uh, Nassau County.
2: It was reported that New York City is looking into NASA Coliseum as a potential uh, housing for our asylum you know, asylum seekers. Is that part of the New York City well, plan? Is-
1: now, she asked it in open session. You know this is a setup between her and Eric Adams. Uh, wake up, Noam laden, the crackerjack uh, WABC News team. I know you don't want to offend Congressman Peter King and Eric Adams Republican on this. But listen to what the mayor had as his response to moving the illegal aliens that we're welcoming into the five boroughs into nearby Nassau County, into the Nassau County Coliseum. If we were to uh, do an initiative in one of the local municipalities in the area, we're going to communicate uh, with the local electeds uh, to share what we are doing. With the local electeds. Now, who would that be? county executive, some of the elected uh, congressmen recently, to former Congressman Peter King. Because clearly, clearly they're all aware of this, right? And so naturally the question is, where was uh, Bruce Blakeman, the county executive Republican who can barely chew gum and think at the same time, where was he on this issue that so directly impacts Nassau County?
2: In a statement to News 12, Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman said, quote, it would be viewed by the county as a violation of the lease if the Coliseum were used for housing.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Really? Come on. Come on. You knew all about this, right? What, what are you going to bamboozle the voters in Nassau County with this? Imagine this is happening first under the radar screen and now over the radar screen. Well, let's see. What was the response of the person who holds the lease? to the Nassau County Coliseum.
2: Now, as for the leaseholder of the Nassau Coliseum, we reached out to him today about the possibility of this location being used to house migrants, but he told us he didn't have time to talk about that today.
1: Maybe if uh, my husband-in-law, former governor David Patterson, who's now uh, lobbying uh, for, I believe, Sands in Las Vegas to open up an all-purpose casino at the Nassau County Coliseum, Maybe he can weigh in on this because you better believe he's shocked. There's nobody who's going to give a license for or even consider it. There's like been eight, nine bids now for a downstate all-purpose uh, casino. Would even consider uh, putting a all-purpose casino in Nassau County Coliseum if, in fact, it's going to be housing illegal aliens, which seems to be what's happening. And then on the note of illegal aliens, you had up in Albany yesterday, the DSA, Democrat Socialists of America, the Justice Warriors. They want legislation to enforce, completely enforce, the ban that exists in this sanctuary state, in this sanctuary city, and in sanctuary counties all throughout New York State, ever in under any circumstance working with ICE, Immigration and Naturalization Service, These brave men and women who each and every day put on bulletproof vests, carry weapons, and have retainers, and they have to go out and arrest really bad hombres, uh, narco-terrorists, sex traffickers, drug dealers, gangbangers, MS-13, some who have committed countries in their country of origin, so they'll have to be deported there, and some who've committed crimes while illegally living here. So they would be forced to go to trial, then they would do their time here in the United States, and then they would be shipped back to their country of origin. Well, all of our law enforcement agencies and our correctional departments are forbidden to work with them under any circumstance. In fact, remember in the words of Andrew Ivalice Como, King Como the second, the son of Mario Faccia, Abrota Como, King Como the first, and you can't deny this. I know you're listening, Andrew, out there in Southampton, in your compound where you've hit the mattresses, you're stirring the marinara sauce, you're doing your podcast and nobody's listening to and thinking you can monetize it. You're the one who took sides with Ms. 13 out in Long Island, with 18th Street, against who?
0: ICE. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York.
1: So while all of this is going on, the city council of New York City that is pro-illegal, anti-ICE, is holding hearings because they believe some members of our correctional department have kept ICE officials aware of when they house really dangerous illegal aliens. We're talking about members of MS-13. We're talking about members of 18th Street. We're talking about members of uh, the Trinitarios, the Dominican gang, and also letting them know what, uh, in fact, the charges are that they're awaiting in Rikers Island to have to answer to in criminal court, and then the correctional officers on their own are giving tips to ICE to say, hey, they're going to be arraigned. They're going to be brought into court on such and such a day. You may want to be waiting outside so you could re-arrest them on the federal charges. And now City Council of New York wants these uh, hero ICE officers completely iced out. And they want the Department of Correction uh, officials and uh, their members, their officers, if not suspended, fired, even though we have so few to begin with, to manage uh, Rikers Island, which is completely out of control, which is controlled by the Bloods, the Crips, MS-13, 18th Street, and the Trinitarios, the Latin Kings, and the Nietas. And then finally, we have to deal with the issue, again, I can't say it highly enough. Cardinal Dolan yesterday announced that 12 Catholic schools within the Archdiocese of New York would be closed. There are Catholic schools in Manhattan, the Bronx, one in Staten Island. Desperately needed, some other Catholic schools would be merged. At this time, where we all should be promoting school choice for parents or guardians or whoever are raising the children and grandchildren to give them the best possible opportunity at an education, whether it's uh, through uh, the public schools that have the bulk of the students, parochial schools, private schools, or charter schools. We saw uh, Mayor Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, We refuse again to name and shame, refuse again. In the words of uh, the great Bernard McGurk, who is no longer with us, he would consistently come into the studio, or when he was doing his last broadcast at home, when he was suffering with uh, prostate cancer, he would say, Eric Adams does not name in shame, and he continues not to name in shame. But if you look to Ontario in Canada, that province, the most populated of the provinces in all of Canada, they actually support the Catholic school system with vouchers, tuition, tax credits. You would think we would want a panoply of schools available to children, especially in the inner city, where many of them cannot even read at fifth-grade level, when they graduate and they push through through social promotion in the public schools. That is a double disgraciada. That is a double shanda. I would suggest, Cardinal Dolan, start using your lobbying efforts on behalf of keeping your parish schools open instead of getting millions of dollars through the federal taxpayers, through Catholic charities, which has turned out to be a racket, just to bring in more illegal aliens. You know, deal with the priorities, right? Keeping the parochial schools alive.
0: Spectacular! Now here's the sin wrap up. Boy.
1: I was listening to Bodito's appearance uh, with Sid earlier this morning as I listened Monday through Fridays from 6 to 10, and uh, I was listening to a man just completely melt down and lose his complete cool, because he went on a vicious attack against me, who he called a friend never been my friend. Just like uh, all of Sid Rosenberg's friends in the morning, most have never been my friends. But anyway, he starts off uh, by claiming that he was my savior after Gotti ordered me to be shot and
0: killed. I put $10,000 up when you got shot. I stuck up for you. But now I know why they shot you, Curtis. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, my God. I mean, he says things every day that could you know, get him shot by by a number of people in the city every day. I guess that's why some people like him. A lot of people like him. He gets great ratings.
1: Ah, uh, Well, what he doesn't tell you is that he was dating Victoria Gotti Jr. at the time. And the $10,000 uh, of reward he put up. He also, uh, let's see, it was Charlie Rangel also put up some money. It was the uh, attorney at that time, Barry Slotnick. So wow, 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 Bo was so quick to put up the money while he was dating Victoria Gotti Jr. He knew who who the people were that uh, tried to whack me. He knew it. He didn't say anything. You know, gangster cop, he, you're going to hear him say that he never ratted anybody out. And then all of a sudden... He talks about how, to as many uh, connections to uh, Hollywood, maybe they can make a movie about yours truly, Curtis Sliwa.
0: I just got a call, Curtis. Some real exciting news here. Uh-oh. Well, great news. Here it is right now. Is this for Curtis or for me? It's for Curtis. It's right. great news. Yeah. I just got a call from one of my producers in Hollywood. <laughs> and they want to do a movie. And they want to do a movie. The man with the red bonnet that saved New York City. Stop. Curtis Sliwa. And you know what they want to play him? Is this true? Harvey first <laughs> they want them to play them and you know how it's going to open up it's going to be in this little apartment with a hundred cats and instead of an alarm clock it's going to have a cat peeing on his oh, face God. come on in curtis come on stop it don't attack your friends don't ever go against the family
1: no, no no i've always gone against the family the five families of organized crime everybody knows that i'm no friend to bodito Notice he mentions Harvey Feinstein of uh, Arcadio Foal, a drag queen. And here's Sid laughing when I told him just the other day that the character he played, very well done, as was Bo Dito's character in uh, Gemini Lounge. Uh, Dracula was a drag queen who actually robbed a bank while dressed as a drag queen. Oh, no, Sid wasn't going to at all uh counteract uh, his very dear friend Bo Dito. And then... uh here go, here's Bo Deedle telling you all what the, I've told the world over and over again, that I'm a rat.
0: I have respect from everybody. Yes. And every one of my friends who, who are Italian in Italian businesses, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> have respect for me. You know why you got respect for me? I wasn't a rat. No. I wasn't no. a rat. Nope. Some people tell me the guy with the red bonnet. Oh. Could be a rat. Could be. I've heard Could of that.
1: Could be. There's no doubt. I'm a rat. I eat the parmesan cheese. I've ratted out members of organized crime, whereas Bodito, gangster cop, has defended them. Can I hear that one more time, how he says he never ratted anybody out and this guy was a cop?
0: I have respect from everybody. Yes. And every one of my friends who who are Italian in Italian businesses, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Have respect for me. You know why they got respect for me? I wasn't a rat. No. I wasn't a rat. No. Some people tell me. The guy with the red bonnet. Oh. Could be a rat. Could be. I've heard Could be. So let me get this straight.
1: You're a cop for 15 years. You did some really good work. I've given you credit for Palm Sunday Massacre resolving that, the East Harlem uh, Rape of the nun, resolving that. But when you became aware of information about your organized crime friends, you didn't rat them out as a cop? That makes you a gangster cop. Then he goes back to the whole Hollywood connection.
0: The movie's going to come out. The man with the red bonnet that saved New York City, Harvey Fierce. (laughs) That's who they want him to play. I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting. Ah,
1: there it is. A homophobe. Notice Sid laughing, even though his character in Gemini Lounge, Dracula, was a drag queen. And then finally he talks about maybe we should uh, have a poll over... uh, Who the listeners of
0: WABC believe? We should have a poll on a WABC. Who do you believe? No, no, just, just one, just Google. Where the hell is Jimmy is? (laughs) You don't need a poll. Just Google the damn thing. It's not in Canussie. It's in Flatlands.
1: That's why he got removed as buildings commissioner under Eric Adams. And then when he ran for mayor... It was a field of seven. He finished six. And the only guy he beat was Aaron Comey, who had been arrested for hijacking a plane at JFK. That says a lot. Let's have a poll. Let Sid Rosenberg and friends put up a poll in terms of who the people listening to WABC believe. Curtis Lewa, who is a rat who eats the Parmesan cheese and rats out criminals all the time. And Bo Dietl, one tough cop who I claim is a gangster cop and has now gone on record as saying he's never been a rat. How could you be a cop and never be a rat? Whose side were you on, Bo?